Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Bobcast. With you as always is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. <laughs> it's been a while. And it's been a while on purpose because I do believe I needed to be quiet again for a little bit to collect my thoughts, get my stuff together, and come back and report to y'all. It is true that I've recorded probably three podcasts that didn't air. I'm thinking about, you know, maybe creating a, a separate channel. Nah, I'm not going to do that. But it's interesting. Sometimes I come here, I do the podcast, and then afterwards I, you know, meditate on what I just said. And sometimes I just don't post it. You know what I mean? Like, and it's it's okay. It's okay to do that. You know what I mean? It's okay for me to do that. I have been going to church still, and I joined Bible study group, dude. And let me tell you something, okay? This Bible study group, it's like something I've been missing in my life, you know? I, you know, have always enjoyed the mystic. I've always enjoyed the things we don't know about. I've always enjoyed God, Jesus, heaven, you know what I mean? Like, and I've run for it. I ran from it for 25 years, dude. Left the church at 18, didn't talk to you know, any religious figures for a while. Did lots of studying, checked out a bunch of different gods, false idols, stuff like that. And then I got, you know, basically one night Teresa got into a fight and she she left the house. She got in a fight with me, you know, like not physical, but, you know, yelling fight, sad stuff, mean stuff said, you know, I'm an asshole. I get it. Um, but, you know, this was a different time in our relationship and this was a different you know, vibe altogether. So like in a nutshell, like she, she um, had to get away from me the next day after the fight. She didn't want to um, be around me. And she went to storehouse church, which is on Germantown Pike in Plymouth meeting pretty much right across the, the way from her house. And she was pissed off, man, when she left and when she came back home, dude, she was like a different person. She looked like a weight had been lifted off her shoulders that she'd been carrying around for, for years and she's like you gotta come and you know i went and i fought tooth and nail dude let me tell you in my mind you'll never see it because it's my mind you know there's no like visual depiction of what's going on a paint by numbers consciousness if you will but i'm saying to you the first couple times i went to church it was like i'm battling god i'm battling the devil i'm battling heaven and hell i'm battling myself i'm battling everyone I'm out of my mind is what I'm trying to get to you with. And, you know, it, how do I put this in the words? I wasn't in a good spot. And it, slowly I started to hear like a message that was coming out through the pastor. Her name is Pastor Tasha. And I've talked about her before in the podcast. But like, here's the deal. It's like she's got something special going on there. You know, it's like God is working through her and you can see it. You can feel it. You've probably met people like this before where you can just see their their face. You can see their vibe. At least I can. You know what I mean? My third eye is active, baby. 
and she started talking about a lot of stuff that meant something to me. And I didn't even realize, like she brought in mental health into religion. She started to talk about things that were tough. You know what I mean? Like I had seen this thing the other day on the news and it makes sense. It's like most of the time around here, somebody says, Hey, how you doing, Bob? How's things with you? You know, you're always going to be like, things are great. I cannot wait to take another breath of air. But in fact, you are super sad, depressed. You know what I mean? Not sleeping, overeating, doing all sorts of bad shit to just, you know, kind of screw yourself up. You know what I mean? And like, hey. I just didn't, I didn't want anybody, I didn't want to let anybody in because when you've been hurt, you build this defense. You build up these defense walls and you're like, nah, 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 nah. You ain't getting in here. You ain't coming in here to my house. And that's just the worst, dude. It's like when you can't even remember where all the walls are because you put so many up. It's not even a house no more. It's like a drunken shitstorm of a pyramid scheme that you don't even know how you got yourself into. Because all the walls are now starting to, you know, lose their foundation. You got to put new walls up because you're losing your mind. You're in a dark, dark place. And dude, I have no idea how this happened, but I can tell you this place, Valley Green and the podcast, talking to myself, talking to you, talking with my new lavalier microphone. Oh, so uh, I guess, yeah, like for the last year, the last podcast I had with the human being, it was last summer, last August, so it's coming up on almost a full year with no guests. But there was one, maybe two, maybe three if you count the Holy Ghost. But you know what I'm saying? Like, Basically, I'm here to let you all know that I'm recording this on May the 5th. This Sunday, I get baptized at Storehouse Church at 9 a.m. And, you know... I'm feeling pretty good about it, you know? Uh, I, I start reading the Bible again. I start praying. The, the prayer group, I, I love. Like, um, I told my prayer group I was feeling, like, all sorts of, like, anxiety about the baptism, not because of being in the water or being on stage or anything like that, just because I didn't know if I was worthy of it yet, you know what I mean? Like, was I, you know, worthy of God's love and Jesus' grace, you know what I mean? Like, I... I had done so many bad things, you know, to myself, really. You know what I mean? Like, when it comes to God, like, denouncing him and worshiping false idols and all this other crazy, crazy stuff that I did to fill a void that easily could have been... Well, maybe, you know what? It couldn't have been avoided because here I am today, baby. <laughs> so, the first prayer group was great. I loved it. But the second one I just had the other night... I'll never forget for the rest of my life, and I'll let you all know what happened. So, okay, like, so I let them know, yes, I'm having anxiety about this, you know, and they're like, we're going to pray for you, right? So we go to my new friend Fanny and Gianni's house, okay? They're from Naples, okay? They're from Italy, and, you know, I immediately fall in love with them. But Gianni, he's got, like, such a, such a connection with Jesus, and it's one that I admire because... I long for it, you know what I mean? Like, and uh, he said, like, as we were wrapping up the prayer meeting, which we were talking about all sorts of cool stuff, he, he's like, look, before we go, I think we should pray for Bob because his baptism is this Sunday, right? So I know exactly what I want to do because I had seen this before and I talked about this on the show. I, I'd never been prayed upon, you know what I mean? 
prayed with other people's invested in pews and churches and stuff like that. But I've never had people do this surround me. First off, I get down on the ground on my knees and I put my head down and I put my arms, my hands together. They all put their hands on my shoulder and they start to pray. And it's like individual prayers and like they're each saying something and they're each mentioning something and they're each like um, pouring their hearts out to me and they've only known me for like two weeks. I opened my eyes at one point and all I can see was the their shoes, you know, in a circle, their legs, their feet. And then I started to, you know, tear up because it's so emotional, man. Like, and like, I, I can tell you, like, I have experienced many things, but this was probably, you know, one of the most profound, if not, when it comes to spirituality, because yes, I did mention it before. When you pray together, you can actually change mass. You know what I mean? Like, that's what the, they think that how the Egyptians were able to move things back in the day is a rumor I had heard on YouTube. You know what I mean? Do I believe it? Okay. No, but I'm just reporting on it for some content here. So don't get mad at me. But yeah, like it just, I, I didn't like once they like, the, well, before they ended, I should talk about Gianni's voice. Okay. Gianni's from, you know, Italy. So all his, his voice is, it's very, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's all I could hear is he kept saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for blessing Bob. Thank you for blessing Bob this Sunday, the baptism. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And dude, it's still in my head right now. It's probably in your head. And dude, the most amazing thing was, is like, it just felt so um, restorative. Like the place is called Storehouse Church, but like I'm being restored to these people, dude. And then like that was the last Bible study. And then like the people who like we were at their house, Johnny and Fanny, they were like, hey, what if we just continued this group? And I'll, I'm all about it, dude. You know, I, I had never done stuff like this before. And, you know, I'm 43 years old and um, I had been in bands, you know, I had been in that type of community. But you know what, like the end result, that's the thing about being in a band or like if you're a stand-up comic or something, like you get on stage and it's over. You got to go find the next. With this, with God, like every day, like MK says, is to praise God, right? So, I mean, I've been praying every morning. This is a form of prayer right now. I just prayed for Brian Letterman at his tree here at Valley Green. And it, it is true. If you cast all of your anxieties onto God because he cares for you, you'll start to feel better about yourself, which is wild dude you know i mean I, I i fought it for so long and like look this is the thing that i need to really drive home for the listeners out there because you know also one of the reasons i took it like a two-week break from this is that like i don't want to influence you ever okay i i i, I have to stress the fact that i never want you to do what i say i i'm not trying to sell you this i'm not trying to say anything i'm just simply reporting for myself in the future. <laughs> That's it. You know what I mean? But I love when you guys, you know, um, write me messages or text me stuff. If you're going through something, I'd love to pray for you. I used to say I would help for you, but now I will pray for you. Whatever you want. You know what I mean? <laughs> you do the same for me because the most important thing is don't pray for yourself. Don't pray for yourself to get the new PlayStation 5. Don't, play for, don't pray for yourself to get like, you know, uh, an A on that exam that you studied all night. Like, God... Yes, he cares for you, but like, he also cares for everything. And that's the wild thing too. And I've always felt that, that we are all one. 
if you can harness that energy, great, man, and run with it because it just feels good. Do I wake up every day feeling like this? No, I can be straight honest with you. Sometimes I, I, I wake up and I'm like, where's that connection, God? Where's that, that spark, that divinity that you feel? And, and like, you know what? That's just the thing is you got to keep at it. You got to keep at it like somebody in a relationship. You got to keep at it because you, you want to be able to to be able to do it at any moment, right? So it's like, you know, if you're a guitar player, if you don't practice for years, you're going to lose a little bit. You know what I mean? It's just inevitable. Even if you're somebody who has to type on a computer. If you don't type for like, you know, years, maybe muscle memory kick, and who knows? But I'm just trying to say, if you're, if you're not out of step with prayer, if you're out of step with religion, then you're out of step with yourself because what are we doing here in this world? I've always said that on the show, and now things are starting to become more clear as episode 400 comes looming large, okay? So basically what I'm saying is, yes, get some religion. <laughs> but don't listen to me because I'm not trying to influence you. I, it is crazy how we do live in a world now where kids no longer want to be, you know, Richard Gere or Julia Roberts as actors. They want to be influencers on TikTok or celebrities on OnlyFans. It's just a weird thing going on there, you know? It's strange things going on, you know what I mean? We got a photographer up here. Let's see if we can get him on the show real quick. What's up, man? My name's Bob. I'm hosting a podcast real quick. I was just wondering if I can ask you a couple questions. Sure, what do you got? What's your name, bro? Adam. Adam, what type of photographs do you like to take out here? Wildlife. Dude. Like, how long have you been coming here for? Uh, I moved to this area at the beginning of last year. So, and where'd, where'd everybody's, uh, I used to live in Pottstown, so just, okay, you know, cool. half hour from here. Would you hike in Pottstown, take pictures too up there? Uh, I wasn't really into photography back then. It's kind of a new thing for me. That's cool. I'm still learning. How, so. did, how did you get inspired to, uh, start again? Or um, pick this up? Excuse me. Yeah, um, I don't know. I've always been into wildlife and nature and stuff, and I've always been into hiking, yep. but I don't know. I, I had this camera as a gift yep. from, like, high school. And I don't know, I just decided to We're looking at a Canon, th uh, is that a digital SLR or is that an old, uh, that's the EOS uh, Rebel. Rebel T3i. I too uh, love nature and I took black and white photography in high school. What's nice. your name? Adam. Adam, tell me again, where, where can people see your photographs? You got a handle on Instagram or something like that? Uh, yeah, it's at average Adam with an underscore in between. Dude, I love that name. Is that, what, is that your photographer name, Average Adam? That's just my Instagram. Dude, I love it. I'm going to check it out. And everybody else is going to check it out who listens to the show. You have a good one. All right, man. Happy Cinco de Mayo. I think I made him nervous between you and me. My first interview, I also went straight into what? Like <laughs> Lois Lane mode. Do you notice how like my voice kind of changes and I get real serious? Mm. It's so good that we can play this out in real time, you and I, so we can figure out a little thing about socialization. Okay, what you couldn't see is that I did put the microphone in his face. I put it up, you know, like two fists away, and it just made him way uncomfortable. It made him way uncomfortable, and that's the thing that I, it's hard for me sometimes to understand. I feel bad about it because, like, look, I don't want to hurt your feelings, okay? I don't want to hurt your feelings, and I don't want you to get upset. But, like, um, I also didn't ask permission, so it's my fault. But check him out. Average underscore Adam on Instagram. He likes nature. He likes photography. And, you know, I guess God sent them to me. So, you know, check them out. Check them on out, okay? Been here for a while. Uh, I was sitting up at the bench getting ready to start podcasting. And uh, just before I meet this person, her name's Kate McCarthy. I didn't get this on tape, but, like, um, 
we chatted and like yeah, she also comes here for spiritual reasons and you know that would have been a much better interview I feel bad sorry adam that uh if i was abrasive i'm too emotional when it comes to this stuff and you know what my therapist says maybe it's it's them not you you know what i mean why is it always gotta be you do you suffer from something like that are you like me oh dude did i hurt their feelings did i write the wrong do you ever write an email and you read it back and you're like christ my tone i shouldn't say that why is my tone so bad like you know like you think you wrote a real nice professional email but then you look back at it and you're like this looks like a jerk you know i look like a jerk i did that this week so i went to the person's office and apologized in the form of making small talk you ever do that too just to like you know make sure everything's cool like you don't actually say hey are we cool you you just say hey you know <laughs> you watch the latest succession are you caught up with ted lasso that's the worst too is like right now i don't watch any tv at all i have no shows and like you know what i kind of dig it the last of us was the last show i watched and that was something in itself each of those episodes were really well done but most of the stuff right now is boring guess where we're at we're at we're at bell's mills where all your dreams can come true cross into the street it's friday there's so many people out here i'm gonna clip you up because i'm scared um there's no way really to get across the road here because they give you like this little, I guess it's like three feet to walk. Some people in the car, like they'll see me coming and they won't move and they'll be so close. I could, like this guy right here, dude, in the Volvo. Okay, finally he moved to the end, but he was so close to me. Here comes a Ford F-150 going like 300 miles per hour. What are you doing, dude? I'm like a maniac. Dude, I just threw my hands up until that lady like almost slowed down because she's driving like a mad woman, dude. Alright, I need to focus right here as I cross the road, okay? I want to cross the road with you. Somebody let me go across the street. Thank you very much. But in a nutshell, I'm here to let you all know that, like, look, I mean... I want you to be happy, okay? And I want you to find your own way to get happy because I wasn't happy for a long time. And I hope that this stays. I want this to stay. I don't want it to go away. I need God and I need JC up in my life. You know what I mean? Like, fought it for too long. I'm going to get baptized on Sunday. And then the I think that this episode will be split into two. So this is the before and i'll air the after of how i feel after the baptism everything went down coming up after these few short messages okay ladies and gentlemen welcome back to part two of this special podcast so it is like 146 sunday afternoon i'm back in my uh altar here at valley green and i have been baptized man and uh I'm here to report on it, you know, to let y'all know how it went. So I woke up at five and um, I immediately started praying, like right off the bat. I was like, I got to I got to start to stay off right. I got to start praying to God, open up my Bible app, read some quotes, you know what I mean? And just got myself like 
in the zone, you know? I went to Dunkin' Donuts to get further in that zone with the coffee, you know what I mean? He's got to have the coffee. I'm addicted to it. It's the earthly possession that I need here. But um, I get to the church early, and uh, I see some people that I know, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pleased that um, I'm being baptized with some folks I know. And I feel, like, very close to the people I was baptized with today, but I feel especially close to, like, my new brother, and his name's Frank. and we share a lot in common, Frank and I, and I found that out today during bap- baptism. And th- that is like, you know, the the message that came about, you know, like, I, I think I ended the podcast in part one, like, you know, I'll let you know how I feel and all that stuff. And it's like, what, what I wasn't expecting is to have such a overabundance of empathy for this guy, Frank. Who I met Frank during the Easter egg hunt when I was telling you all that I needed to start volunteering. And um, I, I'm just going to keep his story private, you know, but I will say to you guys that, like, you know, he shared with me and I shared my story with him. And I do believe that one of the greatest things you all can do is be vulnerable with one another and tell each other about the things that the hard things, you know, and like when you're vulnerable with someone and you tell them about the real stuff, say hello to my friend here. Hey, how are you? If you talk about the real stuff and say, like most people, they say, "Hey, how you doing today?" and they'll tell you an answer that's not necessarily true. They'll be like, "Ah, yeah, it's going well." They won't break down in tears and tell you that they're not feeling themselves today. That they've been depressed for years. That they're trying to, uh, you know, get their life, you know, restarted. And you know what? That is what happened today between Frank and I. And I have a brother now that I never knew about, and. Uh, we were baptized together and I felt that immediate connection. He was baptized before me and I was after him. But let's get back to the beginning, the, the get go of this whole, whole ordeal. Right. So like I shouldn't quote an ordeal because I, an ordeal is something you don't want to do. This was something that I felt compelled to do. Um, so I get there early in the church and you know, like uh, there is a little bit of like, I, I am nervous and like, you know, I, I don't usually get nervous and I was nervous, man. I was shaking a little bit and like, you know what? I loved it. <laughs> I really did, man. I loved being vulnerable and I loved um, being scared, you know, like I, it's so important, you know, like you spend your whole life running away from hum- humiliation and like all these other things like humility, like you don't want, you don't want to be hurt no more. Right. But it's like, hold up, hold up. Let me get my bearings straight here. So, like, it's like you don't want that to happen no more, right? But, like, if you are vulnerable in a space with people who share the same thoughts and same sentiments as you, something happens to you, man. Something happens. And that's what we're going to talk about right now, okay? So, like, first off, I find out that, uh, you know, they have a shirt for me. We're all wearing shirts. I go into the bathroom. I change. And I made the decision to wear my most uh, crazy-looking bathing suit I got. I got this bathing suit with green dinosaurs that are on hot pink pants. I love these bathing I love these trunks. And somehow or another, like, um, it worked itself into my testimony, and I'll tell you about that in a bit. But, like, regardless, you know, uh, we all get together. We say some prayers. We talk with, like, uh, the band. We talk with uh, the, the sound people, my friend Ben, about how the event's going to go and, you know, how excited everybody is. And, uh, you know, we, things start to happen, right? So it gets closer and closer to the 9 o'clock service. 9 o'clock service pops off. There's some introductions. There's some songs. I can barely pay attention because you know what, dude? I was nervous. And God, I thank you, God, for giving me that back. 
I missed it. I missed the the vulnerability. Like I said, the humility. It's important. It's important for the character. Okay, it was important for me today. So Frank volunteered to go first. I'm glad Frank did go first because I, I found that I often do better in life when I put myself last, you know, or second or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like I like to. Um, I, I don't know what it is. It's just as the older I got, the more I want to know about you rather than me. And uh, Pastor Tasha, you know, she invites us up. You know, I'm, I'm looking now from a point of view that I've I've envisioned, you know, in my mind, my mind's eye, I'm envisioning myself being on stage. I'm envisioning, envisioning myself delivering the speech, right? And then, you know, I had prepared a speech, you know, uh, which was going to acquire the space, you know what I mean? And I didn't know that when we got brought up, Pastor Tasha was going to ask us a series of questions beforehand. I thought it was going to be after, right? So, like, I, did, I didn't know if I should do my whole uh, testimony because my testimony was, like, seven minutes long. But somehow or another, I was able to get rid of a few paragraphs. I never write stuff down. I put it all in my head. I've been memorizing this stuff in the shower. And also here on the walks, you know, I recorded uh, my testimony out here in the woods. And, you know, um, Frank did his testimony, and I learned... A lot about Frank and I learned a lot about myself through Frank and then it came time for me and um, yeah I went for it and you know what's so crazy I I, I love uh, talking with a microphone you know I, it's, it's just been a passion of mine since I was a little boy when I used to record myself talking and then record the toilet flushing and then play it back to my friends and laugh you know yeah I mean that's all we had back in the day so you know I start my testimony off and, uh, you know, it was just powerful, man. You know, watching people's faces, but then like also too, like I gave my son props and I also incorporated my wife into the speech. And basically I just said, you know, thanking her because somehow or another, we got into an argument one night. She left the next morning. She went to storehouse on the whim. She came back, changed, inspired me to go. And though I resisted for so long. It was like through praying and like, dude, I prayed to the Holy Spirit, okay? And it worked, all right? If you want to unsubscribe, that's great. But I'm just telling you, you don't have to do what I'm doing. I'm just reporting on it. I don't want to offend you. So, you know, I go through the whole spiel about, you know, my relationship with Christ. We've talked about that here on the show. Pop culture through religion, through my parents' religion, through being an altar boy, CCD, the picture of Jesus during the passion, I touched upon all that, you know, and then I said, you know, when I was 18, I left the church because it didn't reflect upon me. It didn't reflect upon my personality. And that's when on the spot, I made the joke about my bathing suit. I was like, take a look at my shorts. I got green dinosaurs on hot pink, you know, and like uh, people seem to enjoy it. And then, you know, I, uh, I, I closed with this quote that I've read to you guys here before, you know, about knowledge. Fearing God is the beginning of knowledge. And fools despise wisdom and knowledge. I, I, you know, verbatim, I don't know it off my head. I don't have it tattooed. I don't have it tattooed. But, you know, I took a piece of paper out of my uh, pink bathing suits and uh, I read it to everybody. And then I said, you know, I am no longer a fool. And that is like the last word I said was fool. And it's like, I was such a fool for so long, man. You know what I mean? I was resisting. So many people came up to me afterwards. So many people said thank you to me. Like, and they felt, um, they could relate, you know, and like, that's why I've been doing the podcast for so long. That's why I've been doing everything. And now everything's really starting to gel together. And it's, uh, it is what is wild. You know what I'm saying? The water is wild. And like, here, here's the thing. 
there's a tank on the floor, you know what I mean? And like, uh, there's water. Dude, the water was cold, okay? They told me they were going to heat it up. It was cold. It was like taking an ice bath, you know what I mean? But I get in the water and I decide, you know what? I am not going to be hardcore and allow the water to go up my nostrils. Glad I did. I pinched my nose because if it didn't pinch my nose, I probably would have came up and, you know, there was a good chance that I, I could have got a nosebleed because you all know I got sinus issues and that would not be good in the church, right? Pinch my nose. They grab my shoulders and I start, I'm like tense. Like I'm scared because I don't know, like something about when you got to let go, right? I mean, look, we talked about this part one, everything in life is about letting go, let go and let, you know, God take the steering wheel and stuff. So dude, I, 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 I breathe, pinch my nose, close my eyes, and then they dunk me. And when they dunk me, you hear, you hear sound underwater. I heard sound underwater. And I was thinking about my friend Mercedes. She's in my Bible group and she got baptized once. And she told me, she was like, yeah, I felt like I was under there for years. I didn't feel like I was under there for years. But when I was under, I can say it felt familiar. Like it wasn't something new, but it was something that like I, I got myself reacquainted with. I came through apparently, come through out of the water. I put my hand in the air. Don't remember. I hugged Father Jameson first. Then I hugged Pastor Tasha. And then my boy Frank's there to help me get out of the tub. And I'll never forget that. I'll never forget Tyler being there, watching Daddy get baptized, being extremely vulnerable. He'll remember that for the rest of his life. He'll remember when I gave him a shout-out. I asked him how he felt, and he was like, yeah, I was a little nervous at first, Daddy. But then it was good. And then after church ended, you know, I just talking to all these people, and I was relaying this story about, they were saying how much they appreciated my testimony. And God, that made me feel so good. And God, thank you for that. Because I never forget it. You know, it's like do all these episodes, podcasts and stuff like that. But there is something to be said about being in the room and being in the middle of like praying and worship. You know what I mean? Like it's, there ain't nothing like it really. You know, I used to hate Sunday. I used to despise it. Couldn't wait until the week began because this day was just always a day that was like depressing or something to me. And no longer I feel that way. I have been restored, hence the name of the church, Storehouse Church. And the band, dude, like, you know what I mean? The band's playing music afterwards. I'm chatting with them. And then I just, I say, I knew it was going to stay. I first, first, I might go home and get, like, showered again. What I just stuck around and, you know, continuing having conversations with people, giving people hugs, talking to strangers. Just, you know, this is my vibe, you know what I mean? And then it just felt good. Now here I am with y'all in Valley Green. And, you know, I mean, I imagine like, you know, from a writer's standpoint, the message would be, I feel transcendent. I feel lighter without a doubt. I feel like my soul is like, you know, closer to heaven. You know what I mean? I feel, I feel just happy. Like that, like I know so many new people now, you know, that like I didn't know. And they all, like I was saying, like, they all want to talk about the same stuff I've been talking about for 25 years. It's like, you know, I mean, like, you're praising the guy who died, got resurrected, came back 2,000 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, at the core of it, these are people who are believers, right? So, like, when you're around people who are believers, and you yourself, too, are a believer, everything gets lighter. And when I say lighter, it's not like you're losing weight or something like that. It's like your consciousness feels lighter. That's what I was looking for, man. I was looking for a place where I could go and be able to let go. You know, and there it is. You know what I mean? Like, straight up. And there ain't no greater thing than that, man. I also got baptized with two other people. People, Carter, who's um, 
10 years younger than me and uh, just a wonderful, beautiful soul that I've talked about here on the show. I, uh, when I first met him, I couldn't, I, I hadn't remembered somebody that I could see the light on like that. You know what I mean? Like the, the vibes. Then there's Grace. She's a teenager. She also goes to PW. I work at PW. And then, you know, I, I've known her in the hallways. It's, it's crazy how that works out because I had known her before prior even baptism. And then there's Frank, you know what I mean? And like, you know, I gave him all a hug afterwards. And I was like, yo, we're, I'm here for you now. All right. Anytime you want to chat, I want to get him out here on the show too. And that's the other thing too. It's like, as we approach episode 400, we are going to adapt that new format where I'm bringing people out here. We can talk about God. We can talk about Jesus. We can talk about the weather. We can talk about movies. We can talk about whatever you want. But you too will be able to see just how beautiful this is. God's creation, my favorite spot where I've been podcasting since last August. Going strong. What a difference in character for me from this this point of, of my life from a year ago. I was hesitant to join anything, dude. I was resistant. I was in in like incorruptible. I thought they ain't getting me. You know what I mean? I'm building up these walls. Check me out. I'm the man. Check me out. I'm the man. Like you know, like that that whole thing. Being the man. The Bobcast presents Top of the World. The Bobcast presents all this shit. Excuse me, God. Didn't want to curse. Sorry. Forgive me. All this stuff did nothing but lower my vibe. You have a vibe, okay? Everyone tune in real quick for a lesson. Your vibe is what you put out to the world, right? Not the clothing you're wearing, not the haircut you got, not the cologne you're wearing or perfumes. You know what I'm saying? But it is a collective vibe that we all can share where we build each other up right when you build someone up talked about on the show here before too it's when you're asking them questions you're showing that you care church does that and i did not know that to me i always thought church was constructed out of fear obligation and guilt going somewhere to sit for 60 minutes just to collect thoughts and to have nothing really positive come out from these thoughts in fact, they were like completely like recycle binned after 12 o'clock mass and the Eagles would roll out their kickoff at 1 p.m. Growing up, I never retained information like this about the Lord, God, the Bible. You know what I mean? I know some people get all mad. They're like, ah, oh, Bible's written by a bunch of old, you know, men like years after this, that or whatever. Like I said before, and I wish I said this today. There's one thing I forgot and I took out chunks of this so I could like, you know, condense my speech. But in that song, The Water is Wild by Elevation Worship, I highly recommend checking it out, okay? But they say, stop looking for the evidence and start living in the promises. I said something else a couple days ago. I don't even know if I aired that episode. I said the promised land. Promises, promised land, same thing. Same vibe. Everybody's happy, right? Just even a few weeks ago, I was like researching um, the Shroud of Turin and like, you know, is this the, the, the real image and it's like, dude, like, there's something about that, too. It's like, you got to let go of all that stuff and start to feel the vibes. Once the vibe set in, everything presents itself in the correct fashion. The universe is working in your favor. God is working in your favor. And now, you know, like I, I told people during my testimony, it's like I'm out here podcasting by myself, but now I got Jesus walking with me. You know what I mean? And like, there is something very powerful about that statement, you know? I remember when my friend Brian Letterman died in 2013. And the days after his death, 
it's like I, I was just in shock and just, uh, man, I, it's just a dark time. You know, I couldn't understand how we could lose someone that meant so much to me. He just came back into my life after like a 10 year gap, you know, and I would put out my hand and it felt like he was there. I felt his presence. And then as the weeks progressed, I didn't feel his presence. It was like he had moved on, you know what I mean? Like into the other region. And there isn't a greater feeling than that, dude, because I've been saying since the get-go, what are we here for, right? What is the pr purpose of this? Is the purpose for me to collect insurance, pass go, collect $200, whatever, you know what I mean? Get insurance, do my job, go to work eight to four, you know, this, that, take an hour break, even though I probably only need 20 minutes and everybody takes an hour and we're so tied up in our lives. We got to get to the little league field. Oh, guilt, obligation. I'm not there to see my son hit the ball. Yeah. All this stuff, dude. I was taking on in myself. I wasn't giving all these anxieties to the Lord. I wasn't giving them to God because God cares for me. You know, it's like my relationship with God and Jesus is my own. I just happen to be very lucky to share that with others at that church. You know, it's like there's this guy, Tom who who uh he was he i went to his house first for the bible study and tom he can't he, he you know he's like i'm here for you fanny and gianni they were in the band tonight they were happy ajushi ajuma they were there all these people you know and just it's wild because it's like a year ago there was nothing it was just me and Teresa and tyler and i was going through some dark stuff you know and I'm happy today, you know, and that's 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 a vibe that I'm going to end with. And it's like, yeah, I, I wanted to do a before and after because I wanted to have the raw emotion of what it felt like to be baptized, to understand what it feels like to be baptized now. That's a good vibe, you know, and I was hesitant. Maybe you're hesitant. OK, this is where I will preach to you. Maybe you're somebody who's like, you know. All this bad stuff keeps happening to me. All this stuff is just piling up. I don't know if I can take it anymore. Maybe you got parents who don't respect you. Maybe you got, you know, an ex-wife or an ex-husband and things are tough between you, them, and the child. Something like that. You know what I mean? We all got stuff. And that's the thing that's like at the forefront of my lips today as I wind things down here on the podcast. It's like, dude, we all have stuff and it's important for us to take care of of one another it's not important to like you know which version of jesus do you believe none of that i used to be so tripped up on that man and i was wasting time not being able to share myself with the world i mean i was podcasting but you know what i'm saying like actual showing up being in someone's lives being in somebody's home and eating food with total strangers and you all have like one thing in common you like to give it up you like to give it up to the Lord. I really enjoyed my time today on the microphone. I really enjoyed giving a testimony. I never really thought about becoming like a pastor or something like that, but it crossed my mind several times today. It's like, I, I understand it. I understand. Like I was saying to somebody today, it's like, yeah, I have a job in a public school, but like the, the job in itself is great. But it's like when I get to help people there or help someone in the community 
or provide them with something that gives them happiness. That's the work I love. And that's the work of God. And God's not here on earth with us. So God needs our help and he acts through us, okay? He breathes life into you if you allow it. And guess what? I allowed it. My name's B.O.B. And this has been another episode of The Bobcast. <laughs>